This episode of the podcast is brought to you by going out and abducting aliens and sticking a probe up their ass. Yeah, that's right. The tables have turned. That'll show them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. I am Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing our top five, our top whatever heroes mm-hmm. of film. Yes, there um, there is a big difference to me at least between protagonist and hero. Oh yeah, for sure. Like not be- all not all protagonists are heroes. No, and not all heroes are mean. protagonists. Right. Hey, cut, uh, actually, actually, actually I no. Most, <laughs> I think most heroes are probably the protagonists yeah. of the film. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you have like. Sometimes the villains are the protagonist. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, like there is a big difference, and like doing heroes, it, it's a nice like sister episode to the villain episode. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know you got to have the you got to have heroes in order for like a story to be told. Yeah, and um, I think I, I like. I, I didn't only like go like superheroes. I I only did one surprisingly. Yeah, like a lot of like I have a few, but um. I also have a good mix of like, you know, actual just normal like people or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So starting off, number one is, ironically enough, King Henry. From, oh, from the king? From the king, from mm-hmm. Netflix's The King. Uh, I admit you, I don't know, like in my opinion, I think that he classifies as in the hero category. I think so, because like he really like... He was this new breed of like a king in the film. Like yeah. he, he really was less of like, oh, I'm the king, give me everything, and yeah. more of like a king for the people. Yeah, and he really tried to like lead his army and lead like his people like in a proficient way, like a very yeah. like truthful, honest, upfront way. Right, and I mean everything that he did was really not for him. I mean it was all for, uh, for his country. And, for England. Yeah, and I mean, I think that, in my opinion, he really is, like, one of the great heroes in film. Um, of course, it might not be the most historically accurate movie, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at it in only the context of the movie. Yeah. And in in the context of just the film itself, I think that he's he's got every all the characteristics that you need from, A, just a good person, mm-hmm. and, B, a great leader. You know, I mean, he he's he's doing everything for the greater good. He's doing he's doing things for his people. Mm-hmm. He's trying to not be like his father. He doesn't want to go to war. He's trying to run like you know be peaceful and just prosperous and 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 stay out of everybody's way. But of course, he gets corrupted with uh, like false information, and then he's forced to go make those decisions. But even in those decisions, I think that that's something that's really important. Is like a great hero when put to when put to the test has to make tough de- uh, decisions yeah and even so like he was tricked at the end but like he right the wrong by the end of it yeah and i really enjoyed like him because he just he surrounded himself with like the right people he surrounded himself with like trustworthy good people he is a tactician when it comes to war even though he's only like 17 years old yeah and he he just knows how to like lead he he like the speech 
Oh alone, my God, man, that speech like is the speech one alone. One of my just, favorite speeches, like in a movie, just mm-hmm. by point blank period. Like, just got everybody riled up. At least got me got riled me, up. Got me riled up. I was ready to go. To I was like, yeah, I'll fight France for you. <laughs> I'll take yeah. them all down. Yeah, man. Uh, that I, I really, really loved him a lot in that movie. Uh, and the, the and I mean, I just love that movie. Mm-hmm. Like that that movie has like like. If we made a t- our top five lists a little later, mm-hmm. because we made our top five movie list, I think that that the king may replace one of my top five. Maybe, in my I mean, opinion, like for me, like I really, really, like if if it's not five, it's like snuggly number six. Yeah, like it is. I I adore that movie. It's a really good movie, and again, like it's just a testament to like what Netflix is pumping out. Yeah, because between like documentaries and like original films, like they just have it on lockdown right now. Yeah. So yeah, number five or whatever number my first my first pick because I didn't actually put mine in chronological mm-hmm. order. So oh, okay. like what I'm what I'm saying isn't isn't like my least favorite to my favorite. It's just kind of just my favorites all in general. Okay. So my uh, my first one is definitely King Henry. All right. So I put them in kind of chronological order. So for me, like number five is um actually Caesar. Yeah. Who's gonna be an honorable mention? Yeah, I have a couple of honorable mentions, but like I mean, very similar to King Henry, like just a leader of the people. Like from the well, very leader of the apes, <laughs> yeah, they're people. <laughs> um, but like Caesar, like from the trilogy that we just did, like over the course of like a month watching these films, it's hard not to like fall in love with how he was as a leader. Yeah, like he really did everything he could for the apes between all three movies, like just breaking them out, giving them the ability for like hyper intelligence. And then trying to keep the peace and make sure that there is no war. And then finally, when there is a war, making sure that his people, while we talked about it the last episode, he didn't do like such a great job in the beginning. He made sure that his people did get to a safe space and could thrive. Yeah. And plus two, man, like Andy Serkis is just so good at that. Like between the facial features and like, just doing everything off of emotion and not so much dialogue like you could see like how if i was an ape i'd be like team caesar all the way oh yeah for sure i i love just how how caesar like in the first movie when he was showing the apes like how to how to you know like when, when he get when he got brought into that um that like little whatever sanctuary thing that they that they put them in mm-hmm and and he was like no i'm not going to like be aggressive with these people i'm going to show them like passion and and show them how to communicate i mean that's just like so incredible and like just really showcases the type of leader and type of hero that he is yeah so he he made it in the list good what's your next one uh funny enough i i i think that this one's going to kind of throw you for a loop um is uh shrek <laughs> really? Okay. I love Shrek. <laughs> Didn't know you loved Shrek. You've literally that. never mentioned Frank. You've never mentioned Shrek in like our three plus years of friendship. I love Shrek. Uh, and I, I and like truthfully, it, it took. It was kind of like digging deep, like because like I, <laughs> digging deep. <laughs> well, like I mean, like. To like find myself being like like thinking of like all the heroes in movies and then mm-hmm. like Shrek was like one of the last ones that popped into my head mm-hmm. because it like he's not one that I go back to very often but then thinking about it I was like man like 
everything that you could want from a hero. Charming. Yes. Like hysterically <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, strong goes, he literally goes out and fucking like d- you know defeats f- a dragon <laughs> you know fights a dragon and 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 finds and rescues a woman from a castle mm-hmm. and he literally does like all of the classic stuff that that you hear about like in fairy tales and and also he's kind of like a character where he's just like this this like very to himself, like he doesn't like to be disturbed by anybody. But then of course, as you start peeling back, of course, like they say, ogres are like onions. Yeah. As you start peeling back those layers, then you really see like the like the humanity in him, and and uh, and just everything about Shrek. I really really love. I like. Plus, Shrek he's got is, a great sidekick. Shrek, yeah, Shrek is like one of my favorite animated films, like just ever. Yeah, and, that's just DreamWorks, man. Like DreamWorks always have like such compelling animated stories. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I didn't even think, honestly, to add in, like, a Disney or, like, a DreamWorks character, even though, for the most part, they're always... There's always great ones. There's always great there's, heroes. They're, like, they're literally designed to just be a straight-up hero. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that, like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Shrek. Okay. That uh, that threw me through a loop. <laughs> um, my number four pick... Because I also really enjoy the flawed heroes. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy a hero that like has some faults to him. And that's why I went with Randy the Ram from The Wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just a man breaking down in his old age, just trying to do what he loves, which is wrestling, and realizing that he can't do that and trying to again build a relationship between a woman that he really likes and also his daughter and so i have a question okay do you what what characteristics do you think that like makes him being defined as a hero uh, he was a hero to the people <laughs> <laughs> as a wrestler like he was what's known in the wrestling world a baby face so like he literally was the good guy to mm. everybody and while he had, like, his faults with, like, drinking and drugs and, like, steroids and everything like that, he did these to just show appreciation to the fans and, like, try to get one more run as, like, the ultimate hero for people. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess, like, he was more, like, servicing the people. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, of course, in the film and, and whatnot, like, and in real wrestling, like people understand that it's all like fake and it's all kind of you know scripted and whatnot. But, uh, but the whole goal of him is that like he just doesn't want to like disappoint his fans and any and he wants to put on a great show for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right, I I uh, I buy that then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow him. Yeah. <laughs> Motion to censor. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually that's a that's a good one. I, I that was not one that I would have. I would not like if if you said to me like that's why I asked you the question because like if you said mm-hmm. to me that. He was a hero immediately, I would say, in what way makes him a hero, but then discussing it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like that one. All right. Uh, my third one is Deadpool. Specifically. Mm. Spec- Anti-hero. Yeah, but he's still a hero. He does heroic things. Yeah. And that's that's because he is part of like a superhero world. Right. Uh, and of course, I'm I'm specifically talking about Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool, because I don't know anything There's- about... Deadpool besides Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. I mean, comics are always really fun. Like, I've I've read quite a few comics where, like, it's hilarious 
for Deadpool. Um, but yeah. again, like he's very much like Ryan Reynolds. Like he literally is just doing whatever he wants. The only difference is from like the movies to the comics is Deadpool has like literally kind of like split personality of like two voices talking in his head. One mm. telling him like a logical side and the other one telling him like, nah, just fuck it. Like shoot him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and he tends to go with that one a little <laughs> bit more. But, <laughs> yeah. but like, that's the only difference, really. Oh, okay, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I really love the Deadpool movies. I think that the the first one is like, in my opinion, like a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. I think the second one. I like the second, second one. Second one's good. Like, mm-hmm. it's very good. But I, I don't think it's quite as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the comedic like, uh, the comedic timing is yes. is incredible. The pop culture references that probably aren't going to age very well in like 50 years, but like for the time now, like mm-hmm. they're great. Um, and and just everything about him. I mean, like just how ridiculous and over the top he is and just like the I don't give a fuck attitude that he has and and how he can't really die. And so like <laughs> so he has nothing really to yeah, worry like, about. Yeah, exactly. So like that really just like kind of even that kind of like accentuates the arrogance and the the cockiness to mm-hmm. him. I mean, in, he's just in my in my opinion, just one of my one of my favorite. And I don't obviously watch a lot of superhero films in general, um, but one of my favorite Marvel DC characters, like ever. Yeah, and I mean, he is very heroic, especially in the first movie, just trying to get back his girlfriend. Yeah, from Ajax. Right, because again, you 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 fully understand like where he's coming from with that. And man, that first one is so good mm-hmm. and like hits you in in like deep ways that like you weren't expecting it like when he gets diagnosed with the cancer and and all that and and then and the, the one line that always sticks with me what sticks with me is when they're at the hospital and he says that she's trying like he, he's sitting there with his girlfriend and mm-hmm. they're at the doctor's office and he says he, it says something like she's trying to like figure out like what our next steps are and i'm trying to remember the details of her face yeah and like that one line alone, it just like hits me like so heavily, mm-hmm. and it's just like God, like you, you really are just like a sweetheart, like you're a yeah. great, you're just like a great guy. I like, know. And it is one of the few movies where like I actually enjoy them like skipping back and forth between present and past. Yeah, and and I actually enjoy watching the relationship. Yeah, it's really really rare. Mm-hmm. So I'll, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, I can get with it. Uh, my number three pick is The Bride from Kill Bill. Hmm. Um, just Beatrix. Yes, a Beatrice. strong, badass woman who doesn't take shit from anybody, and played by Uma Thurman, who is a strong, badass woman who doesn't take shit from anybody. <laughs> I mean, just like the the things that she went through to get revenge. Yeah, and she's she's a hero because like she's doing this to essentially evil people. Like they're they're all assassins. And Bill being, like, the head of everything is the man behind, like, a lot of killings. So, in a sense, like, you can say, like, okay, she is a hero for doing this, even though it is more of a revenge story. Yeah. But also, she is also an assassin. Yes. That worked with him. But also, she's kind of like a superhero in that sense, because, like, she literally got out from a grave. Yeah. Which is pretty badass. That is really cool. And then went to the diner next door and was like, can I get a glass of water? <laughs> like, that's yeah. really cool. I and mean, she drives the pussy wagon. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that the fight too, like in the RV. Yeah. And plucking out the other girl's eye. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You know, you know, it's a really like, uh, just like a quick, like di- like divergent story mm-hmm. is that, um, apparently like in the subtext of the film, Quentin Tarantino wrote that, uh, 
and like once you unsheath the sword, whatever mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, like, you cannot un you cannot sheath it again until blood has tasted it, right? Yeah, so like, which is badass, right? So like the girl with the one eye, she like unsheaths it and then puts it back in, and she doesn't draw any blood. Mm-hmm. So like all like immediately like the odds are against her. Like it's kind of like you know, and I thought I thought that was really like a clever thing to write and mm-hmm. like just do. Yeah, that's a that's a cool little like tiny snippet of like if you're really paying attention then you're like oh shit like this adds to the plot yeah and that's just tarantino to yeah to a t yeah yeah kiddo is uh definitely up there mm-hmm. you're right yeah she's she's great although i do i don't necessarily know if i would define her as a hero Eh. she she does some heroic things yeah but she's also just like a strong badass she's just a badass i mean i guess like an honorable mention to replace her would be mulan because you did bring up like Disney. I've never seen Mulan. Uh, fucking, <laughs> she's badass. She, do, she does not need a man. She is a Disney princess right. who does it all on her own. All right, but go on. Next well, pick. If uh, if I were to, if I were to, you know, if you if you if you got me in checkmate, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move my queen or whatever. I don't know chess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you watched the whole Queen's Gambit. You know chess. Um, but I also have a uh, have a Tarantino pick. Okay, and that is Django from Django Unchained. Yeah, I was going back and forth with adding him in. Yeah, because in my opinion, Django is absolutely a hero. Absolutely, he uh, is trying to save African Americans from the South in the time where it was very bad. Yeah, and I mean, you have you know a classic tale of just a man trying to find his girl and save her mm-hmm. from plantation owners and Calvin Candy, of course, excellently played by DiCaprio. Yeah, and um, we mentioned him too in the villains In one. the villains, yeah. So, like, that has to be a corresponding one because Django, in my opinion, is absolutely borderline, he- like a superhero in mm-hmm. general. Like, in order to be a superhero, you don't need to have superpowers. Yeah. And Django, in my opinion, fits all of the characteristics of a superhero, um, I mean, again, charismatic, great, uh, he's doing it for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was of course mistreated and betrayed. And then, I mean, he kind of has the greatest job in the world of being a bounty hunter Yeah, of going out and killing white people because <laughs> hell of a job. <laughs> I mean, it's a great job. I mean, for him, you know, it's like, it's yeah, like, so for him, it is the perfect job. Yeah. And like the backstory really adds into like a superhero esque yeah. tale. Yeah. Plus that blue fucking outfit that he that he oh. shows up in, <laughs> and then the purple at the end. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I Django has to be in it. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yep. Um, sticking with like the superhero aspect, because again, this was like my only pick as in the realm of superheroes, and that is V from V for Vendetta. He is he a superhero? Yes. Well, more of a vigilante. Yeah. But, like, he is a superhero in the same aspect that, like, he has this powerful message that he wants to send across that, like, the government should not control us. Mm -hmm. And that we, as the 99%, have the right to decide, like, what is good and what is evil. Yeah. And trying to take down this whole corporation by himself, really, and just doing it in such, like, an elaborate way and... Not only that, but, like, how he talks is just so intriguing. Yeah, it's very just... It makes you feel dumb. Yeah, You're I mean... like, I wish I could articulate I, like, <laughs> like he, that. He's just so good at being likable yeah. and, like, showing this emotion that we talked about in the V for Vendetta episode without having a face. Mm-hmm. And you fall in love with, like, what he is doing. Like, yeah. he is trying to liberate the people 
And in the end, like whether it be like in death or like by living, he succeeds mm-hmm. because he sends that message. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I, I, I really like him. I wish I got to see, I wish they showed his face. It, I just want to see. I just want to see how fucked up it is. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, like more like fan of the opera. You know? <laughs> like show the gross half of your <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. I have. I have two more. Yeah. Um. I think you probably only have one more. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's fine because I got an honorable mention. All right. Cool. So I did want to. I did want to highlight Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. He was honestly like going back and forth. I was either gonna put him at like number five, or I was gonna put him at the honorable mentions. Yeah. And, and apparently he didn't make it in either. <laughs> not in either, but like he he was like honestly like had we had six, he probably would have been in there. Yeah. So then he then he's definitely in your honorable mentions. <laughs> well, had we had six, he would have been in my honorable mentions. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I really really enjoy uh, Sam Raimi's first two Spider Man movies. Yeah. Um, I love Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. I think that I I did not like Andrew Garfield's Spider Man that much. I he was a better Spider-Man than he was a Peter Parker. I haven't seen the other guy. What's his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Spider-Man. Tom Holland has it all. Like he's a perfect Spider-Man and a perfect Peter Parker. Okay, so like I haven't seen it. I really like Tobey Maguire as both, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, again, this is some, coming from somebody who doesn't read the comic books or anything. Strictly just watching Spider-Man and knowing the name and being like, okay, that's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And like growing up, that was my Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's just like looking at it through nostalgic glasses that like I refuse to like acknowledge any other Spider-Man. <laughs> but in my opinion, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. I think he's got like the the charisma. Obviously, he's a superhero. He's got superpowers. Um, and and yeah, I mean the whole deal with him fighting like Doc Ock and fighting uh, Green Goblin. Green Goblin is great, and it's just he's great. He really I like is. how I like how you put in there too, like just one and two, because like the third one is not that. Third great. one kind of blows. Um, but yeah, like I I totally agree. Like Tobey Maguire was growing up Spider Man, yeah. and li- literally the best thing about Spider Man is that he is this teenager trying to balance his life of going to school and <laughs> learning everything, having a girlfriend and still trying to save and the also city. being a superhero. Yes. And that was always like the coolest thing to me as I got older was the way that like Spider-Man kind of like can balance all these things. Like he doesn't always do it well and like something always backfires, but for the most part, like he tries his very best to do so and just do his best for the city that he lives in. Yeah. And that was always, like, the coolest thing for me with Tobey Maguire and for Spider-Man in general. Yeah. Yep. All right. You want me to do my my last one? No, no, no. I'll do do my last one, and then I'll do the honorable mentions after yours. All right. Um, So, last one again. Number one, your favorite superhero of all time, or your favorite hero of all time. Mm -hmm. And you're going to like this one, too, because, again, I go back to the flawed heroes. And this one is less of flawed in the sense of, like, you know, I have to take drugs and steroids to to stay a hero. And more of, I'm kind of the comic relief and I shouldn't be a hero. And that's Ash from Evil from Dead. From Evil Dead. Yep. Such a cool character. Yeah. Like, between the three movies, such an awesome, like, you, you like the look of him because he's got the chainsaw uh, hand. He's got the, the boomstick. He's got, like, this great look to him. He's so, like, witty. He has, like, all these great one-liners. And it's Bruce Campbell. The man is handsome. Yeah, young at, Bruce like, Campbell. At his, yeah. <laughs> like, when he's in his prime, like, he was the man. Yeah. 
and doing all like these things that at the time to him didn't really seem heroic because he's literally just trying to survive. Right. Yeah. But in the end, like he is trying to save the world from demons. Yeah. And he does it in this way that's like, it's so comedic, but you fall in love with them. And he almost is like invincible to all of them. Yeah. I fucking love the Evil Dead trilogy. The so first, I. I mean, the last two are just like, you know. Yeah. I mean, the first one is a great horror, horror movie. Film. And then the second one is such a great blend of horror and comedy. And then the third one is such a great blend of action and comedy. Yeah. Like, oh, I man. really love Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is, like, just so good. And I, I know that we talked about, like, Evil Dead 2 being, like, our favorite. But, like, I, it's really... It teeter-totters, like, yeah. every couple of weeks of, like, Army of Darkness. <laughs> every or, couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks, I'm like, man, do I love Army of Darkness more? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a great pick. Um, so, my number one and kind of is my number one like mm. indefinitely like that one is like actually like the placeholder for number one mm-hmm. it's always batman for me mm-hmm. like i just love batman yeah i do no like, matter what incarnation he is like whether it be like like you said ben affleck or christian bale or from the animated series mm-hmm. um and then there, and then you go through like the life with batman of mm-hmm. like the young like like inspirational like i want to go and like defeat like the you know defeat crime and then you slowly kind of get your way to the more beaten down like Mm -hmm. batmans who like i don't care anymore i'm just gonna go out there and fucking kill people kind Mm -hmm. of because i'm just old and like bullshitty and then you have even like the reincarnations of batman where the real bruce wayne gets killed and then robin takes over and whatnot like there are all these different things but like the whole idea of just batman and the whole the whole concept of him not actually having superpowers mm-hmm. and still like handling his own shit with the Justice League and stuff yes. like that and everybody else has superpowers and he's just like I got a really fast car and I'm really great <laughs> at martial arts and I have a lot of money yeah and like the whole like I just love I love the idea of mm-hmm. Batman so much there's also like a really cool comic and this animated movie that I think is on Netflix too um, where it's Batman has this contingency plan if the Justice League ever went rogue and went evil. And he has a way to defeat all of them. Mm-hmm. And some supervillain like takes that and uses that. And not only does he have a way to defeat all of them, he has a way to stop defeating all of them yeah. if they ever decided to like be good again. Yeah, yeah. And like that in its sense always stuck with me where it's like Batman really is like the ultimate badass like yeah. he he can stop a man that can punch you through six stories <laughs> and he's just a man yeah i mean yes he always is the hero too like he's always trying to stop crime he's always trying to do the greater good and yeah while his story is more of kind of like a revenge story because of what happened to his parents it evolved over time yeah. to him loving the city that he lives in of gotham and just wanting to protect it. Yeah. And I, I agree with you that he is probably one of the ultimate heroes. He's, he's the best. He mm-hmm. really is. Um, I have a couple of uh, honorable mentions to go through that. The first one being, uh, I know it's still fresh, but Officer K from Blade Runner 2049. Oh, okay. Um, again, I just really like the flawed heroes. And I think like him internally struggling to find out like who he is while still uncovering this case. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker 
<laughs> I was gonna include Luke, but then I was like, I just don't care about Star Wars that much. Like, I, I, I was going back and forth of like trying to put him in the top five, but again, like he, he's a little too goody two shoes for me. He almost banged his sister, and I'm I yeah. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very heroic. <laughs> But Chris Hansen comes yeah. out. <laughs> I'm Chris, Luke. Why don't you have a seat? Have it. Now you were talking to Leia. Air quotes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, like he he just he's a little too goody two shoes for me. Yeah, and I'm never like that's never the hero that I really really like. Yeah, yep. Um, next up, John McClane from Die Hard. Yep, just really badass. Um, especially the first two movies, like just an awesome character and just trying to stop like the evil with inside yeah. the, the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally Captain America. Yeah. Everyone says that like, he's like, kind of, oh, like one I of love the Captain ultimate. everybody, everybody loves Captain America. He, the first comic ever made of Captain America, the, the front page is him punching the shit out of Hitler. If that doesn't say hero to you. <laughs> then I don't know what does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Chris Evans just is one of those people that, like, is perfectly cast mm-hmm. for Captain America. And being such, like, a huge fan that I am, it was cool to see him brought to the big screen and, like, just leading yeah. the Avengers. Yeah. Cool. And then, of course, too, like, the ending of Infinity Wars where, like, he picks up the Thor's hammer and it's like, oh, he's worthy. Never saw it. Ah, it's pretty, it's like, it's a three hour long movie, but like the last 20 minutes is like the coolest part of it all. <laughs> all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm glad that we had this discussion. Um, I have a recommendation. Okay. Uh, so you, you had a fitness mm-hmm. recommendation last time and I kind of have a fitness recommendation. Uh, this time it's not so much the a T-Rex bow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not so much a, a object that you use to work out with, but a, uh, object that you use to eat healthy. Mm. At least you're supposed to use it for. So recently, um, I bought a ninja like bullet oh, thing. Okay. So it's, it's essentially yeah, like a neutral bullet deal thing. Um, but I was like, you know, I really want to start like eating better and like, you know, taking like my health a little bit more serious. So I went out and I bought and I purchased this thing and, uh, and you know, I, I basically just have like a smoothie every day now hmm. and it's got like, uh, you know, my thing is like raw oats. Uh, I have a lot of greens in there. So like spinach and just like leafy greens in general. I usually put some type of like berries. Um, I use oat milk. That's okay. like my shit because mm-hmm. I don't really dairy like kind of like over the years dairy's are kind of starting to fuck me up and I don't oh, know really? if it's because like so my girlfriend is lactose intolerant and I don't know if like since her being last lactose intolerant has kind of made me consume a lot less dairy mm-hmm. so I don't know if like my body now is just like doesn't have like whatever like the enzymes and the bacteria to like break down. But, like, over the course of, like, the past, like, two years, if I have, like, a glass of milk, like, just diarrhea (laughs) for, like, like it really, and it was never like that prior. (laughs) Um, So, I I like oat milk. But, um, yeah, so, like, just, I really enjoy, like, the whole idea. It's quick. It's easy to make. Mm Um, I, I can literally have like an entire breakfast made in like three minutes mm-hmm. and, and you just have the smoothies at breakfast. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. And they're, they're like really good. Like they're delicious. Like I, I, it's very rare. Like when you start eating healthy that like you're excited to like eat like the food, mm-hmm. but like, man, like I'm like, I'll go to bed and I'm just like, man, I'm so excited for my smoothie in the morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I really highly, re- highly recommend them. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they're great. Obviously I'm not only recommending the Ninja bullet itself cause there's like a bunch of different brands that are basically all the same thing. Um, but any type of like bullet 
uh, blender type of deal is like I, re- I highly recommend. I think they're really, really great. Nice. Yeah. Frank, what are we doing next? Oh, Zach, we're going to do a movie that I really, really like a lot, and I hope that you enjoy it. I don't think you've seen it. Okay. Um, and we're going to do Gone Girl. I hate it. Really? No, I've never oh, seen okay, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying about this though. Yeah, like, I really we... like Gone Girl a lot. Okay, um, it's a great. It's got it's got some really fantastic acting. It's got some. It's got a really great story. Isn't it? Um, what's his name? Ben Affleck. No, no, no. Like the director. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name at the, at the top of my head. Is, isn't it the one that did uh, Fight Club and? Oh yes, it is Lynch. Yeah, or, no, yeah, Fincher, Fincher. Fincher. Yeah, David. Yeah, I think it is. You're right. So, um, I think Gone Girl is like borderline, like a masterpiece of a film. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah. it, not just from you, but like my brother too. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to uh to to watch Gone Girl again, uh, and that's it. So Zach, take us out, please. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Now Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>